Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. They go to this fourth floor and there's Ben's car. Like they know his car. They know his license plate. It's his car. Except the thing is, is that Ben's not with them. Uh, with these people, it's three other people, they say. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. It's now been a couple of days since friends and family have seen Benjamin Anderson. The 41-year-old was last seen New Year's Eve near 7th Street in Maryland in North Central Phoenix. Yesterday, friends of Anderson gathered to hand out missing persons flyers in the area where they say his burned-out Lexus was found near I-17 in Dunlap. Longtime friends tell us that they've spent several sleepless nights trying to track down any leads on his whereabouts. He was supposed to be with his parents on New Year's Eve And it's so unlike him to not show up without saying something. On December 31st, while everyone around them was celebrating, getting ready to ring in a new year, friends of 41-year-old Benjamin Anderson were driving all over Phoenix looking for him. Police officers called us. The vehicle wasn't there, had already moved. We went to the Super 8, there was a carload of us, and looked, nothing there. Finding clue after clue that something was wrong. There was this car, um, backed into a spot, three people around it, Ben wasn't with them. They came back out, turned left, going the wrong way on the frontage road. Obviously, it's now becoming very dangerous, so we stop. What they would later learn is that earlier on the 31st, the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office had found a body in the desert. 30 miles away. The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office says it was a little after 1.40 in the afternoon on December 31st. They responded to reports of a body found in the desert off I-17 and Table Mesa Road. Days later, they'd confirm it was the body of Ben Anderson. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Colleen Sikora is joining us from 12 News in Phoenix, Colleen, thanks for taking some time to talk about this case. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Reed, for having me. Can I have you start by telling us a little bit about Benjamin Anderson, what you've been able to learn about him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I think what kind of sticks out about him, you know, is, I mean, at 41 years old, you know, his friends just say that he was the best part of humanity. They talk about just how giving he was and how, you know, just involved he was in, in life. Ben is the kindest, nicest most salt of the earth, what people should aspire to be as a human. One of one of his friends said that when the stimulus checks were first coming out, he donated them. Instead of keeping them for himself, he, he gave them away. Another one of his friends talked about how when they were out, you know, together driving around, uh, he saw this homeless woman that I think that he knew and 
ended up saying like, we have to go get her some food, went and got her some food at, at a fast food restaurant and brought it back to her just because that's who he was just very giving person. Um, and his friends, I mean, clearly care about him from, from everything that they've gone through to try and find him. It's on New Year's Eve then that Anderson was reported missing. Before we get into what happens after that point, what led up to that missing persons report? His close friend, Daniel, basically says that, you know, they had they had made plans for, for New Year's Eve. Um, it was going to start, you know, with breakfast, 9.30 a.m. They were supposed to meet. Daniel was supposed to swing by, pick him up, um, and, uh, and head out to breakfast. But Daniel says that at 8 a.m., Ben called and canceled. At 8 a.m., um, Ben called me and had canceled. And Daniel says that, you know, it, it, not necessarily a surprising kind of deal. He, uh, you know, Ben had been driving around um, the state visiting friends the day before. So not necessarily surprising. Um, and it wasn't until hours later that that they realized that something wasn't quite right. So at that point during that phone call at 8 a.m., there wasn't anything, it sounds like, that stood out to this friend Daniel as unusual. No, he says, you know, nothing was unusual about that, especially given, you know, what he was doing on December 30th, you know, the day before. Um, it wasn't unusual at all. And it wasn't, and you know, unbeknownst to Daniel and all of other ben, of Ben's friends. But, you know, a few hours later at 1.40 p.m., that's when the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office tell us that they had their call for service initiated for a body that was found in the desert north of Phoenix, um, quite a few miles, you know, from, you know, the city center. Uh, this is kind of in a, in a, in a, in a very Northern part of the Valley. And it was, it wasn't until days later that the Maricopa County Sheriff's office said that it was Ben that they found that it was his body. Good evening. We're starting with some breaking news. Authorities have made a chilling discovery in a missing persons case. Maricopa County Sheriff's deputies have found the body of Benjamin Anderson near I-17 and Table Mesa Road. The 41-year-old was But last still, seen you know, Ben's friends at 1.40 p.m. don't know that, that Ben is missing, don't know that um, his body has been found. And it wasn't until later in the evening that Daniel says, you know, his friends and um, Ben's aunt start noticing that Ben hasn't been up to his usual activities. It seems like this is a very connected friend group, connected family. Daniel says that Ben took care of his aunt and usually they had uh, communicated quite a bit. And by 6.30 PM on New Year's Eve, everybody's kind of realizing that Ben hasn't really been in contact with them. And so Daniel then goes over to Ben's house in Phoenix. He says that he doesn't see uh, Ben's car in the driveway. His car was gone when I got there. Daniel has a key, so he lets himself in. He finds credit cards and cash are left on the counter. Um, he says that laundry was kind of strewn about in, in his condo, which Daniel says that that was actually, you know, a pretty big thing. Well, most of us might say, yeah, I've got, I've got laundry hanging out in my house. Of course. Um, Daniel says that that was actually very odd for Ben. What struck me the most is that there was a wet towel on his bed and Ben is very, clean and tidy in his home. He would never do something like that. He kept a very clean home. And so when there was a wet towel on his bed, um, that, that said is that that's what he said struck him. And again, the friends and family, they don't know about this body that's been discovered out in the desert. And so it's at this point, then they're concerned enough that they decide to file a missing persons report, right? 
Yeah. So, so by seven 30, his friends and family have reported Ben missing to Phoenix police. Um, Daniel says, you know, they also, so Ben was driving a Lexus and apparently Lexuses have uh, a GPS tracker in them. And so, uh, they call Lexus to see if they could kind of GPS track the car. Um, Daniel says that, you know, they kind of go back and forth with Lexus. Ultimately, Lexus wouldn't release, uh, that location to them. They could see the location, but they wouldn't release it to us. Uh, they did give it to, though to Phoenix police. Um, and they went over to a motel, a super eight motel off of I-17, uh, south of Dunlap, which is, um, I mean, it, it's in Phoenix proper. Um, not, you know, kind of, uh, a little bit northwest of downtown. And Daniel says that the police called his friends and family and said that, yeah, like the, this, his car, Ben's car, the Lexus wasn't there. It was already gone. And so at this point hit Daniel and, and some other folks decide to just hop into a car and, and start looking. And so they go over to the super eight, they double check there and they decide, okay, they're because it's new year's Eve, right? Most businesses are closed, but there's quite a few hotels around this area. And so they decided to just start driving through. As the night goes on, as you've described, Benjamin Anderson's friends are driving around to different hotels. At what point do they spot something? It was about 1220 in the morning. So 20 minutes into 2022, they find Ben's Lexus in the parking garage of the Sheridan Phoenix Crescent, all in the same area where that Super 8 was. Um, and Daniel says that they go to this fourth floor and there's Ben's car. Like they know his car, they know his license plate. It's his car. Um, except the thing is, is that Ben's not with them, uh, with these people. It's three other people, they say, backed into this space and just hanging out. And then the car leaves, so they follow it. There's a, there's a whole exchange that Daniel kind of describes, uh, you know, they, they follow this car out the garage into like a part, another parking lot into like this dirt lot. And then the car starts to, to go the wrong way on a frontage road. And so they decide, okay, you know, this, this was dangerous to begin with. Now it's extremely dangerous with them going the wrong way. You know, this is not a non busy area, part of town, you know? And so they call 911. Phoenix police try and come and find the car, but they don't have any luck. And so Daniel says that at that point, they go back to Ben's condo to see if there are any more clues there, see if there's anything um, that they can try and find. And they go back and forth with Lexi- Lexus again um, to see if they could get any other information. And um, Daniel says that after, after kind of begging is when Lexus told him that the vehicle was offline. So at that point, what's the next thing that happens? When and where is the Lexus finally located? So it wasn't until a few hours later at 4 a.m. Daniel and his and, and the crew, they go back. Uh, basically, Lexus gave them just a, a zip code to search, and it was the zip code right around in that area where they found it in the first place, where they chased the Lexus originally. And so around 4 a.m., they find the car completely burned out. His car was found here. Um, destroyed, burnt. And in pictures of this this car, I mean, it's basically just the frame sitting there, uh, you know, rubble all around. Daniel says that apparently Ben's duffel bag and some lights that he purchased were still in the back of the car. Um, now, again, you know, there's there's nobody to be found here with this burnt car. 
Ben's body has already been found by Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, but his friends don't know that, you know, up 30 miles away from this location. And so, I mean, just a lot of unanswered questions here. It's not until a couple days later then on January 3rd that the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office announces that the body that they'd found was in fact Ben Anderson's. How did Daniel, this friend that you spoke with, react to that news? Yeah, so obviously um, a difficult situation, right? You know, his friends have have put in hours upon hours trying to find him, not knowing that the sheriff's office had already found his body days before. And so I spoke with Daniel on the phone you know, the day after the sheriff's office announced um, that it was Ben's body that they found. And he said, you know, it was just a very difficult time. So that it was just a really active, active, active case. And, you know, just, just a lot of questions that they had left. And um, he had kind of described, you know, this whole scenario of them chasing this Lexus and, and trying to search and find Ben um, the day before the sheriff's office announced, um, you know, that they had found Ben's body. Um, and and now, you know, it's it's been kind of just waiting on, on answers. Phoenix police and Maricopa County Sheriff's Office have not released really any other details. The only other detail we were able to get from them is what time they found uh, Ben's body. Um, other than that, you know, they say that uh, their uh, homicide unit is working the case. Um, they haven't answered, you know, whether it's considered a suspicious death, whether um, it's um, been determined to be a suicide or a homicide. Um, and so just a lot of a lot of questions still left now. And it seems like the biggest one has to be who was driving Ben Anderson's car around in the early morning hours of New Year's Day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Daniel said, you know, it's like it was him and, and a bunch of Ben's friends in the car. They know him. They, they know his friends. And those three people that were driving his car, he says they didn't recognize. We'll certainly be keeping an eye on this in the hopes that we'll start getting answers to some of these questions soon. Colleen Sakura with 12 News in Phoenix. Thanks for joining us once again. Absolutely. Thanks, Reed. And thank you, as always, for tuning in to another episode of The Daily Crime. We're here five days a week, Monday through Friday. So if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever it is you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows that includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. It's also hosted by me and Will Johnson. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. <laughs>